Could you imagine if somebody took the champions from Marvel Contest of Champions and made a football team out of them? Well, I did it. This is the MCOCME Podcast, and I'm your host, Zach Rossi. It's Super Bowl weekend. I know that love is all around the air in the battle realm right now, but I want to I wanna focus on Super Bowl weekend. We got a pretty good matchup happening between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I'm a big football guy. I get very excited for Super Bowl weekend. And much like my previous episodes, I always try to find a very random but fun topic. A couple months ago, I did like an MCOC rock band, which is I took a bunch of different champions and put them into a, uh, you know, a fake band. Crew, the whole nine yards. It was actually really fun. So I took the same thing, except this time I made a football team out of the Marvel Contest of Champions roster. So, without further ado, let's discuss who's playing offense and who's playing defense, starting with the offense. At quarterback, you know him, you love him. He is the super soldier, Captain America, because why not? Who else are you going to put at quarterback? He's a born leader. He'll make drives down the field, and he's the guy that you want under center, making things happen. At running back, this is kind of a cool little duo that I cooked up here. Juggernaut, because once he starts going, there's no way you're going to bring him down. For those of you Tennessee Titan fans out there, it's kind of like that Derrick Henry sort of player where once he gets going, he is impossible to bring down. But you always got to have a running back number two. And in this case, I brought along Wolverine. He's tough. He's compact. He will regenerate quickly, but he's going to be a real tough ombre to bring down. He's kind of like that, you know, uh, tanky sort of running back. So having those two there, um, I love it. And plus, Wolverine can be almost kind of like a little bit of a scat back, if you will. So I kind of think of like a Darren Sproles sort of vibe going on with him. Maybe not as elusive per se, but uh, you're going to have a hard time taking him on one-on-one in open space. At fullback, and this is very important, very important position to have on any offense. Unstoppable juggernaut because you've got to have somebody who's going to clear the hole. And once, once he clears a hole, once he is unstoppable, he's just going to open those running lanes and forget about it. Running backs are going to be able to do all sorts of damage down the field. But we all know... For you football fans, that the battle is won and lost within the trenches. That is why you got to have a very good O-line. Like my Indianapolis Colts. They have a great O-line. It's fantastic. So, at left tackle, you have the thing. You want a rock-solid left tackle. You want somebody who's going to protect the quarterback. So why not the thing? He is your prototypical left tackle. At left guard, the other rock, Korg. No one's getting past these two guys. It's not going to happen. Plus, they're both unstoppable and unblockable. So, yeah, defenders are going to have a real hard time trying to pin these guys back. At right guard, Colossus. Because you know why? You want to have the Iron Man. Not Tony Stark Iron Man, but the other Iron Man protecting the interior. And Colossus, poof, uh, he's going to be real hard to match up within the trenches. And then rounding out the other side of right tackle, 
Sentinel. He's big. He's tall. He's got great reach. He's going to be able to keep those defensive ends away from anything happening. Plus, he could probably also cover a linebacker or two because of his wingspan. But then there's one more spot to fill. Center. Who's that going to be? Well, here's your answer. Got to go with Beast. Beast is not only athletic, he is intelligent. And the center position is one of the most intelligent spots on the offensive line. That is the guy who is watching the defense. He is seeing what's going on. He's kind of relaying to the other guys on the offensive line what to do. You want to have somebody smart and athletic right there? Got to go with Beast. Plus, once he starts blocking somebody, um, he's just probably going to go nuts. At wide receiver, the guy is catching the ball. This is kind of a fun little group that I put together. So we have Falcon because once he gets his jetpack rolling, you can just launch the ball down the field. He'll catch it in midair, go on down, and uh, just run for some good yardage. Plus, he's also got very precise, precise scanning going on. So he's going to be able to track that ball, especially if there's, you know, inclement weather or anything like that. Next up, Vision because you want to have a, a very precise route runner. You want to say, hey, listen, it's second down and six. We need, you know, seven, eight yards to keep the drive alive. Why not just have Vision run, just program it into his little system. Hey, listen, I need you to run a seven, eight route out, throw it, catches, done. Plus, uh, being a robot and being that, you know, uh, tactical with things as well, you're going to want to have that kind of guy on the offense who can make the toe tap catches and the really tough catches. Miles Morales is on there as well because he's athletic. He can also turn invisible as well. So that's going to be kind of a cool little uh, caveat to have uh, within the offense because once you get him the ball, if he turns invisible, guys can't see him. Plus also being part of Spartan Man's crew, he's elusive, he's strong, and uh, very athletic. So you're going to want that guy on your wide receiving core. And then finally, this is kind of an interesting one. But hear me out because I think he would make a great slot wide receiver, kind of like a Wes Welker sort of thing. Ant-Man. You give him the ball, and then he just shrinks, runs down the field, and then pops up in the end zone. Done. Six points over. Plus, he kind of if you look at him, he sort of fits the, the build of a slot receiver too. And I just think it'd be fun to have that kind of secret weapon on your offense. And then finally, for tight ends, Iron Man, Black Panther Civil War. You gotta be able to block, but you gotta be able to make some really good catches. And I feel like both of these guys, especially in their suits, are gonna be strong, they're gonna be powerful, but they're also both very athletic and agile, and that's what you want out of a tight end. You want to have somebody that can block, but they can also make the plays, and these guys will make the plays. And I have full, full on confidence that if you have these two as your tight ends, the offense is just gonna go nuts. Now let's turn it over to defense. Love defense. Here we go. At D tackles, the Rhino and Hulkbuster. I'm just saying, if these two guys line up in front of your offensive line, damage is going to be done. Plus, they're both unblockable. No way. No, you don't have a chance. I, and, and also, you want two big guys in the middle to cause all sorts of havoc. Look what happened with my Colts. We got DeForest Buckner, and he's a stud. Huge presence in the middle of that defensive line, and that's what I wanted on this team, presence. And these two guys, they bring it. At defensive ends, I have Thor, 
and Sasquatch. You want guys on the defensive end who are athletic, but they are beasts. Since I already put Beast on the offensive line, I put another Beast on the defensive line in Sasquatch. And plus with Thor, you're going to want the God of Thunder to be able to make some plays there because you want one guy who's probably just going to bull rush the quarterback, which would be Sasquatch. But then you want a little bit more of a finesse kind of player on the other side, which is why I picked Thor. Plus those two guys, along with the Rhino and Hulkbuster on the defensive line, oh, that is a wrecking a crew if I say so myself. At linebackers, this is a fun little group. And there's also one guy in there that I thought was a little bit of a wild card to put in, but then it made sense. I have Red Hulk because you want that big guy just, I mean, look at him. You're telling me if you were like a running back and that guy was coming at you, you're going to have a chance now. I'm not going to happen. But if you have Red Hulk, you got to have Hulk as well. It's kind of like the Bash Brothers from the Mighty Ducks too. You can't have one without the other. Plus, it makes total sense. Uh, Luke Cage, because he's a little bit more of an athletic type linebacker. I mean, you got the big guys and Hulk and Red Hulk, but you need somebody else that can kind of you know cover sideline to sideline. That's where Luke Cage comes in. Next up after him is Crossbones. Why not? Guy's already you know he's pretty much wearing the outfit. He's got that tactical. Uh, suit on. He's got that mask that's just a you know skull. I'm like, come on. That's a no-brainer to have on your defense. And plus, he would be putting the fear of God in people too. And plus, once he gets his overrun going, um, he's just going to be you know making play after play because he is just furious. And then finally, and this is the wild card guy I was talking about, Bishop. Here's why. If you look at Bishop, he can store some energy. And if he's bringing that energy onto the field and then he's hitting somebody with it, Oof, damage is going to fly. And he's going to be able to make some really good tackles too. So Bishop, yeah, that's like an underrated linebacker. That, that's just a guy that you see him like maybe having kind of like this, like, like I don't know if he's really going to fit the bill, but if you put him in the right system, oh man, he just will wreck shop. Um, at cornerbacks, this is a fun group. Nightcrawler. Because you need a guy that's going to cover every side of the field. And plus, if the ball's in the air, he teleports, gets it gone in the end zone, six points. Human Torch. I like Human Torch because he's got this little Deion Sanders thing going. I'm going to, he's going to talk some trash, but he's going to back it up. And he's going to get in the receiver's head. He's going to jaw back and forth, but he's going to make plays. And he's not going to give up. That's why you want that guy on the defense as like a psychological, but also a physical presence. Daredevil. I know he's blind. Hear me out. He's got superhuman senses. He'll be able to kind of sort of hear what's going on with the feet. He'll be able to kind of see, you know, the other player's heartbeat. And he'll be able to make a very precise uh, move on the ball once it's in the air. And plus, with his sonar sense, he knows what's going to happen before the ball's even thrown. And that's what you want to have in your cornerback, a guy who can anticipate the play. And then finally, Loki. Here's why. He's a trickster, so what if he uses his abilities on the field to kind of look like the other players, and then the quarterback throws the ball to him, but it's really Loki, and then Loki takes it down the field, six points. That's, I guess it's, it's, it's taking the whole disguising coverage to a whole new level. I like a good pun every now and then. At free safety, Spider-Man. Got to have it there. He'll cover all sorts of you know areas on the field. He's got the webs. He's got the spider sense. Makes total sense. 
at strong safety, cable. And you're probably thinking to yourself, why cable? Well, he's strong. And you gotta have a strong personality to be a strong safety. But he's also got telepathy. So if he's just in his back pedal, if he's watching the field, he can get in the quarterback's head and predict and see what he's going to do. And he can be right there at the right time. And that really rounds out the defense. This is a, a, a stud group right here. This is a, a, a defense that is going to put the fear in other offenses. So we have this team, but we really can't do anything if we don't have the proper staff. So at head coach, Mr. Fantastic, you want the smartest man in the universe to be your head coach. As your offensive coordinator, Professor X, because he can, you know, see what's going to happen. He'll relay telepathy to Captain America and he'll tell him, hey, listen, this is what's going to happen on this play. The linebacker's doing this. This is what this looks like. The safety's pulling, blah, 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 blah. Guess what? Makes, it makes perfect sense that you want to have that anticipation going on. And then finally, at defensive coordinator, you want someone who's ruthless, who's someone who's going to you know, rally that defense together and say, hey, listen, let's just go and smack the shit out of everybody. And let's take no prisoners and let's just, you know, wreck shop. Kingpin. That is a, that probably to me is the one guy where if he was my defensive coordinator, you would just want to play your heart out for that guy. Not in like the, uh, <clears throat> the, the good way, I guess. More like, hey, he's going to put the fear of God in you, so you better not mess up kind of thing. And then finally, every team needs a mascot. So who is this mascot going to be? Oh, here we go. Spider-Ham. He'd be a funny guy. He'd be a funny character to have on the sidelines. And plus, I think he'd be a really good hype man for, um, for the crowds. I mean, he's just a, a wacky little character. I love him, but um, he could bring that, that cartoonish personality to the games and it would just be entertainment all around. That's my team. If you guys have any suggestions for uh, different players, uh, fire them away. I, I love doing this kind of stuff. It's, it's always fun to look at the roster and kind of get away from like talking about specific game content and kind of creating these little, you know, fantasy type situations in which like <laughs> you're putting these Marvel superheroes in like almost a real world type um, situation. But uh, for you Tampa Bay Buccaneer fans and Kansas City fans out there, I hope it's a great game. Um, go Colts. Hopefully we'll get there next year. I don't know. We got, a, we got some, some work to do, but uh, I have full confidence in my team. But that's it for today. hope everybody has a great weekend, and I will see you all next time on the MCOC and Me podcast.